0: Hello everybody and welcome to 2 Bros 1 Cast, the podcast where we get a chance to break away from the grind and sit down every week to talk about things for your enjoyment. This week the show is brought to you by our Patreon producer, Jamaica Taylor, and we will be talking about all of the four videos in the Shadowlands Afterlife series. But before all that, I am Tyler Kuchka. I am a father, nurse, and have been a gamer pretty much my whole life, and today joining me is... The protection warrior of Gilnaeus himself, Chase. How are you doing? So I'm
1: doing good. What's going on guys? Chase Gear here. Um, I am a not a father. I have a dog. Um, I have a business up here in Bismarck, North Dakota. So that keeps me busy. But I'm cousins with Tyler, so that's how that's how we know each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mm-hmm. long twenty three year old relationship we've we've grown over the past couple decades. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Now, For the alliance. You finally went ahead and joined World of Warcraft. I did. Yep. What what it what has it been like so far? What are you what are your initial thoughts on the game? You've leveled all the it's way up good. to level 80, it, correct?
1: It's insane. Yep, uh it's so big. I mean, it's massive. Cuz yeah. I like to finish stuff, you know. And so moving on to another area or just looking at how many characters it take to finish it, you know, I don't think I'd ever get to the point where right. I can finish the game completely cuz it's just <laughs>
0: Dude, people, it's just,
1: there's too much.
0: There are very few people that have completed the whole game, and that's only one little aspect of it. You're talking about just the story of leveling through all the different zones. That's that's not even sure. scratching the surface. That's not like, even
1: talking about trying to platinum it. Like I think I was looking, like a very low percentage of people have platinum the game or like gotten all the trophies, and they yeah. keep expanding it, yeah. which is crazy. So like, even if you've got if you got it back in the day you're behind the eight ball now if you got off for a couple of years it's it's just massive
0: let alone trying to do all of the quest zones and everything even just trying to let's say you got to max level just trying to reach the uh the last boss last boss of a mythic raid right you could spend a whole expansion trying to accomplish that task and there's multiple Mm -hmm. tiers with every expansion multiple raids that are released and uh, it makes it harder and harder. So even that alone, it, it's like a, a monumental task. Some of the higher guilds mm. can do it, of course. People do do it, but doing a, a high-level raid on Mythic is not current content. That's you know nothing to snuff at either. So.
1: Absolutely. Yep.
0: Now I wanted to talk about this because this this was a cool thing because now we finally have all four Covenant videos out. For the new expansion, so you know that the newest expansion is going to be World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Do you know any more than that? You know that we're going to not the realm of much. death.
1: I not I didn't even know that. I, not much. There's there's a lot of lot of stuff I don't know.
0: Yeah, so today I wanted to introduce you to all of the different covenants in the Shadowlands and. How we're getting there is the lich king is defeated his helmet is broken in half and it rips a hole between the living world and and the dead world and we get sucked into it right so the way that it works is there's the jailer in the center and he kind of like determines where your soul goes and he rules over the maw the maw is a place it's like a black hole it's it's meant for souls that are irredeemable right then all of the other four zones of the shadowlands are like these covenants right and they all serve a specific purpose. Um, there is, what is there? There's Bastion, there's Kyrian, Necrolords, uh, Night Fae, and Venthir. Those are the four covenants. So okay. I wanted to take some time. I'm going to throw up a link here that we can kind of watch together. We're going to watch the first one in this series is Bastion. So you've never seen this before. This was your first time seeing the Bastion cinematic. Um, yeah Just so you know, the Bas- Bastion or the Kyrian... Bastion is like the zone that you level through. The Kyrian race are like these angelic soul guides. Their task is to kind of help uh, shuttle the souls between the lands of the living and the lands of the dead. They're like very ordered and purposed and... Um, they're called to lives of eternal service. So they value humility, righteousness, service, and virtue. And they seek out Kyrians who aren't yet ready to assume the roles of eternal service and uh, unburden their souls through meditation and reflection in order to gain reviewed uh, renewed understanding. So throughout this trailer, you saw a few characters. You played Warcraft 3, right? Yep. I did, yeah. Okay, so you know Uther, you know the Lich King, Arthas killed him, that's what this one happens to focus on, is Uther trying to repent and unburden his soul so he can ascend. Now, Mm -hmm. the whole thing with the Shadowlands is the machinery of death is broken. For whatever reason, souls aren't going where they're supposed to anymore, and uh, the Jailer's just keeping everything in the Maw. Um And in this, you see a a part of the Shadowlands, how the machinery is broken in Bastion because she's forcing him to ascend and they're taking a soul and throwing it in the Maw and kind of going against the ways, against the path. Um, What what do you think about this trailer?
1: Uh, I think, you know, it's definitely interesting. Uh, You know, you look at it on the story arc, you know, if you, the Lich King, you know, started out as a prince that was corrupted. You no, know, he wasn't bad. He had like good ideas. Right at the start, he wanted to defeat and have his people survive, which, through being corrupted by that blade, um, he ended up going down the wrong path. And you can mm-hmm. kind of see that. You know, I like how they talked at the end; how he seemed weak and like almost remorseful. Um, and also Luther, uh, when he paused there, when he was like unsure about it. You know, he's seeing that Prince Arthas again instead of the ledge King. And so I think that's really interesting, that whole story arc. Yeah. And like I, I hope that there's more story arcs like that um, that are interesting. You know, that was the first one that was kind of like that, like the good guy turned bad. Right. But then you had down the road that happened more and more. And you're like, I mean, how many times do we have to see... Um, the one of the good people that are absolutely good turn out to be one of the worst people right. from corruption. So, I hope, I hope there's more creative um, storytelling through this. I think that'd be really interesting. But I like how this is kind of coming full circle now, you know.
0: Kind of a, a cool thing that uh, has been pointed out with this is that the Lich King is claiming souls, much like the Maw mm-hmm. claims souls. Um, yep. so there's kind of a parallel to that and uh it's kind of funny that arthas took on the the helm of domination and the blade and he slowly started to become more and more evil as he went and then when he's finally killed he he's like all i see is darkness it's almost like he was coming back you know to his humanity as he died so there there's almost like an element like um the jailer was somehow controlling him from the maw to make a parallel version of it in reality to Kind of yeah. gain souls, yeah. I get
1: and, that. And, f- and and how much is that helm and the sword controlling how Artis was going? Because he was totally on the straight and narrow until he he saw that sword. He's like, I got to get that. That's the most powerful weapon, right? And he even and he made one mis- uh, mistake you know betraying his friends to get to that weapon
0: yep.
1: uh not by killing them by destroying both so it didn't take a life up to that point but then when he took that sword it just went downhill from there so you wonder how much of this you know you just think you know back then you're like oh it's just arthas you know he's just evil right he just you know had that that in him um and it truly came out when he had power uh, you know power corrupts but how much is it actually the item corrupted him? Not that it was actually his character, right? You know, because at the end, you know, all he sees darkness. It shows how sad he is, like, and how how, how remorseful he almost feels.
0: Right, and, and it's crazy to think too that as he was killing everybody and stealing their souls to feed to the jailer, you know, unbeknownst to everybody else, he he was wounding their souls and and screwing them over in the afterlife as well as the the actual life. Like this guy can't move on past it. His, his soul's damaged. So, I don't know. They came out with this one right off the bat. It blew me away. This is
1: fantastic. Um, and you look at that, like, too. Uh, I like how the good guys, so what it looks like, Bastion. I don't know. I haven't seen the other videos, but it seems like they are going to be the good people. Like, they're, like, the the elves. Like, they're the stereotypical, like, the best. Right. But you can already see the flaws right away. Like, there's no way. This is how things are you know there's no way that could happen like right. it's you can't see wall in front of their face and you're like you can already see right away be like okay i like it these are the good people but i can already see the storylines how saying like they are good and they mean well but because they are so focused they're going to cause problems
0: yeah they have yeah. massive blind spots
1: so, absolutely and so, those blind spots are where there's going to be problems
0: so now here here's an interesting wrinkle we'll, we'll go, put to this podcast as we're going You have one class right now. I told you to focus on your warrior. You're leveling him up. As we go through these videos, I want you to tell me what covenant you're leaning towards with your warrior. It's not a definitive statement, but after seeing this, could you see yourself aligning yourself with the Kyrian?
1: Um, You know, possibly. You know, I've only been one. Uh, I think more you're going to look to find more of a. um, one on a gray character you know because I'm, I'm rocking a worgen right now you know which they're werewolves you know typically mm-hmm. in folklore That's they're, true. they're bad That's true. and so although obviously i'm alliance i'm on the good side running through but you know i think i think my character could be a little bit more gray which you know sometimes gray is better you know um doing the right thing no matter what if it's perceived as right at the time or not where bastion they're doing the thing that they again those blind spots that i think are going to cause more problems overall as a whole than than even a black uh class you know essentially black black area but that's true that's
0: true all right let's go ahead and move on to the second video here the next one we have up on the list is maldraxxus so maldraxxus let's talk about maldraxxus here Maldraxis is the military guardian of the Shadowlands. They protect from external forces and they wage war on enemies of death. What better way to protect their realm than using the undead? How can you kill the undead? You can't. They're already dead. It's fantastic. Um, things they look for in the Necrolord Covenant: uh, they look for unrelenting and unyielding. They are the military arms. They can be ruthless. They value all flavors of strength and power, either uh, mental, emotional, or physical, and uh, expect to be sorely tested to join their ranks as the Necrolords believe in survival of the fittest, meaning that those who can excel deserve failure and rejection. So this can lead to sometimes interpreting Maldraxxus as the realm of evil, but that's not true. Power, not philosophy rules here. What do you think of this? Do you recognize the main well, character? This is um Draca, it's Thrall's mom. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, which is crazy. Uh kind of the parallels are going. Um it's great and you don't know how much time passed between when she first got there to yep. when the war started because they said they were working together. Right. So is the breaking of the Lich King's like stuff and um, all this stuff with the ball causing them to war inside themselves. So, like
0: that—that's the thing. Since the jailer started claiming all of these souls to himself, you start to see all of these covenants start to crumble a little bit. There's flaws now. Like, out of the five houses, one fell. You know, and time in too, Shadowlands really? works differently. So she died before yeah. the machinery of death broke. And I forget mm-hmm. when exactly that was, but. Anyway, she's been here for a long time. Time in the Shadowlands, it's weird. It's almost like there's like a, The time you spend there is a lot longer than you would be spending in real life. You know, like a mm-hmm. minute in life may, might be five years there. We don't really know that. But uh, what, do, what do you think of this trailer?
1: Honestly, I like it because it shows like you hear Maldraxxus and you do think evil. You're like, that sounds like the evil covenant. But you're looking at it. And they're defenders of death, and so like they're cooperating, they're working. They've got this different house, they've got tier systems there, right? Um, and then strife starts happening, and they start fighting within each other. Um, you know, it did seem more like a like the bastion, like they needed this stronghold to fight against life. You know, protect the death, the dead from life, and vice versa, right? You don't know who's who died, who like the Lichkins, the different uh, demons and and souls that died that are going to try to get out. Then and so they need to hold a strong front. So it's more like a military district, right. essentially, which is kind of interesting. You know, it's not evil. You know, you can see the see the good in there too. And obviously, right. stuff kind of hit the fan, which is going to be interesting. Right. But I it, like it, I like the more it's
0: interesting a mother protecting her child dies and gets sent here you know that that kind she died saving trying to save her child so that strength is what sucked her to that zone you know that power yep, plus all evil. the other you things know, you she can, did
1: yeah you you wouldn't necessarily say she's evil but also she um she was an orc you know uh they're battle prone they like war and so maybe you know that might be a part of it you know you could think about that be like well she might have killed quite a lot of people, but at the end, you know, she's doing a defense for her son, for all. Um, and so you kind of just wonder, you know, there's not really going to be like a if you're good, you go here. If you're evil, you go here. Obviously, they've got the wall where the irredeemables, which I'm guessing that's where the truly horrids go there. But I like I like it how there's not not a clear good or evil so far. Right, you can already see the. You can already see every line getting blurred.
0: Yeah, it's oh my god! It this so I saw this one and I'm just gonna come out and say you know it. I still prefer the Bastion trailer to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm watching the two back to back, the Me- the Maltrax this one is cool, but I, I love the story of uh of the um, Kyrian more. You know I I think it's so cool that you know they're struggling with the fact that. His soul was murdered by the Lich King, and that draws me a little bit more than this covenant. But um, what do you think? After watching these two, now you now you finally have a choice. Which one are you leaning more towards?
1: I think I'd lean lean more towards Bastion. I I could see myself doing um, going to like the army. That especially we got to pick your house like if within um, there you got to pick like i'm gonna be in the champions and everything and that's more like uh focused on these like strength and resilience or i'm gonna be over here with the plague i think the house of plague was one of them um you know where you use different things that'd be kind of interesting but i i would probably endure the bastion still
0: yeah so uh, and and the cool thing is so when you join one of these covenants in the game. Not only will you align yourself with them, you're going to have like a little hub area specific to your covenant. So right now, you know, there's Stormwind. That's the main alliance uh, capital city. The alliance go there. But when you go to Shadowlands, it's going to be you each have your four little areas. So anyone who's a Kyrian will go to the Kyrian area. The Maldraxxus people will go to the Necrolord hub. Um, so it'll be kind of cool to see how how... All that works out but uh you'll have your own hub you have unique mounts that you can acquire you can get uh unique armor sets and you can even get some uh unique moves so your spells will partially be tied to what covenant you pick as well so all right nice with that being said we will go ahead and take a look here at the next one on the list ardenweald so That was the Night Fae, and something tells me that you, through watching this, I figured you may have a connection to it. Now, the Night Fae are the guardians of nature. They're the shepherds of the cycle of life and death. The Night Fae represent the autumn and winter cycles of the Wheel of Life, the cycle of death and rebirth that comes to all parts of nature. They serve in a similar capacity to the Kyrian in that... uh, powerful nature souls they guide them towards the from life and what is it here uh guiding them from their life to the realms of potential eventual rest and rebirth uh the realms of the night fae are the mirror to the emerald dream which is like the the lifelands or whatever so this is like mm-hmm. the inverse of that and parts of this realm are linked to the drust which it, you'll see in battle for azeroth there's like a like a wicker type of druidic nature that the cultirians use um souls with strong ties to the natural world can earn rebirth through this uh reconnection to all aspects of nature so what did you think of this video uh,
1: that was interesting you know um you look at it one you see a powerful druid like um, die and then, uh, but it's not death for a druid, um, necessarily, which is interesting. You know, they right. don't necessarily die; they get reborn. Um, and I also like how you know, one, you know, drought they start sacrificing some, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not like jumping on a grenade. It's more unmorally correct. It's like choosing like who de- who lives and who dies. Right. So it's people, above like it's the people that are alive the guardians saying you know this druid who seemed very powerful seemed very strong towards like and working towards the good you know what i don't think i can't let you live because we need to try to save these people over here which is again more gray it's not it's not white or black which i'm liking a lot you can see you can see on the fence with everything which i which i love actually now this one you see look is kind of seems more of the good, you know, you have the queen. is not, you know, the queen from here versus the queen uh, of the uh, of Bastion, um, much more. Like, hey, I'll honor whatever your decision. And that guy does make the tough decision to save that one to go try save more. Um, so I like how there's this one. I definitely see, think would be the most like white, the most good out of all them, right. but still pretty gray.
0: More more in tune with nature and. And I, I, as we were watching this growing up, you were always like connected to animals and, and farm animals. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, ah, oh, this might actually, this might be a good connection for you as a covenant choice, because they're more, they're uh, more in tune with nature and animals and wildlife. And, you know, even in just the appearance of these, uh, the night Fae, they're just, they look more beastly in, in a sense, which might be a good fit yeah. for your worgen character too.
1: Yeah, it might be. Um, uh- Yeah, I don't know. It would be cool, too, to look at, you know, kind of something I never really thought of. You know, if you look in, like, Warcraft 3, you know, the druids, they wouldn't be a druid. And, like, right now, wow, correct me if I'm wrong, you can be, you can turn into a panther, like a tiger, you can turn into a bear, you can turn into, you can turn into these, all these different animals. You can choose at the moment what to turn into. But, like, Warcraft 3, what I was used to, you know, back in the day, is, like, you had uh, uh, druids of the tooth, druids of the claw, Druids of the different things, and so the Claw were like the Eagle guys. So yeah. they had these abilities, and so it was more like choosing, like if you're going to be a warrior, if you're going to be a tank, if you're going to be these. So that I would almost be, you know, thinking about that now. I hadn't really thought about that, you know, as a Druid. I think it would be way more impactful if you had to choose, like whatever. If the DPS is going to be right. the bird, like the Claw or the Tiger, the so, Bear is going to be the tank.
0: So the, the the way that they have it now is like once you choose a spec. You can always switch between any of your different druidic forms, but if you're a protection tank and you go in cat form or moonkin form, you're not gonna be doing anything. It's like a, it's you're crippled in that form. You know, you're doing
1: yeah. But I almost almost think it would be, it would be way more. uh, I would like the druid class way more if you were the bear. Like if you choose, like you're gonna be the tank, you were the tank. Like that's your only thing you can turn into. Yeah, I think that would be way more interesting than having, you know, Jack of all trades. Obviously they're not good in X, Y, or Z. They're only good in like B A, B, and C. Right. But I think it would be way more interesting if you're like at the start, like, you know, right now I'm a warrior and I'm a tank Wargan and I'm insanely slow. Like do I right. wanna be faster? If I could turn into a tiger and run way faster i would absolutely every single time but i like how like i think it'd be more interesting when you're looking at it you're making that hard decision right i'd rather have more hard decisions like that you know okay i'm gonna move down this road you know? i'm
0: gonna choose this one and stick with it
1: yeah yeah i'm gonna be a tiger the whole game yeah and that's cool i'd love to be a tiger the whole game or a bear like just choose what you're gonna be like like that guy there he's his druidic form was probably a bear just all the time turning into that that bear yeah i, I can't egg. so
0: i've never played warcraft 3 so, so i can't really speak to you know like even the the druids in wow i i can't say like does malfurion only turn into one form i don't really know you know so th- mm-hmm. it's a good question i it, i don't know it's uh i don't, I don't really War- know that much you No know, from-
1: warcraft 3 they would have like a certain animal they would be um like a certain they have like a couple different cocoon yeah um which i thought was interesting you know um obviously that you're doing more it's a um, like, it's a base strategy game, so you can't have, like, these warriors that could be, like, really good at tanking and all these different things, so you had to make them more stick down a current way, but I, I think that's it's interesting. It's like, you know, if you look like the last, like, Aang, the airbender, and everything, like, there's only one guy that can do all four forms. Right. You know, otherwise, everyone can only do one form, which I think is kind of kind of interesting, makes it better, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? I mean, you've seen three of the uh, four classes now. Where where are you leaning to now?
1: I, I think you know, looking at this, I think that uh, I think that would be awesome. The forest, you know, I think with uh, the war that would be pretty legit to go in there. The bastion still looks interesting. Yeah, I'd probably go. You know, first and second are probably tied with those two and then not far behind you know right now i'm seeing where i could think all three of these would be fun and you can right. see you know partially because of the the grayness which is awesome it's right. like you don't want to be you don't want to be it's almost boring being the good like you're just pristine like right. that's why the alliance isn't always pristine and the horde's not always bad you know right you're good and bad on both sides so um i definitely I think I like how they're going. Where you can see, you can argue both sides of the coin for every single one of these. Yep. Well, the Bastion are bad, actually, because of this, but they're good because of this. Someone else could argue that, right? You know, the that, Bastion.
0: Bastion really reminds me a lot of the Angels from Diablo. I don't know what you're, if mm-hmm. you've ever played any Diablo games, but they just, I did. They I, almost th- don't, I played
1: the Diablo. 3 with you. And, yeah.
0: yeah, they just don't care. They're, to a certain level. They just don't care anything beneath them. They're like, eh. It's it's beneath us. And they they give off the same vibe in this too, where they're they're following the path, doing what they're supposed to but they don't really care that the Lich King's out there claiming souls unjustly and, and damning people to the maw. So mm-hmm. very cool. Interesting, yeah. Very cool.
1: Yeah, I, I like I like the look so far.
0: Okay. Let's go ahead and check out the very last one. This is the Venthir. Uh their homeworld is Revendreth, and they are the punishers of the unworthy Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i saw this video it came out like a day or two ago and i was like at the time of recording i was blown away because i thought i had my covenant choice locked in and then i saw these guys and then i'm just like now now i have no idea Mm -hmm. so what they are they're the vampire the vampiric venthyr serve the shadowlands and as those who seek out the souls weighed down by the burdens of their flaws, people who have sinned in their lives and need to repent, um, they they look people um, who are filled with pride, uh, greed, apathy, and without the venture the ventir to purge them of their burdens and allow them to return, atone. These souls might have been sentenced to an eternity in the maw as irredeemable. So they're kind of like the last chance, you know. If a okay. soul yeah. Gets to this point, the Venthyr, they're going to be tortured and trying to strip them of their flaws in a last-ditch effort before they get tossed in the Maw for all eternity. Um, yeah, the Venthyr, uh, if you do manage to shed your, your burdens, then you're kind of like adopted into the Venthyr and used it as a way to help shepherd other souls towards the Light. So... I just I w- I'm blown away by this one. I can't. Uh, I love how different it is. Like even from the start, you're going down the dark corridor. You hear the the, the flashing red, and it's like you're descending into hell. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. It's so so different than any of the other covenant videos. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, it's uh, interesting. You know, they these guys are essentially trying to rehab. Rehab through pain and punishment, right. um, and so just kind of working <laughs> through there. You also see, you know, you can see some people, you know, like the in the video, um, the guy that was trying to give some of his like life force to these other guys. Uh, Which the get a- anima
0: is life force. That's what they're referring yep. to. Yeah.
1: Yep. And so the anima, you know, uh, and you see the like the authorities knocked down on that even though you could tell yep. that's not a bad guy they yep. execute him and so um it's interesting you know you see the the main guy you can see he seems like a bad guy he doesn't seem good he seems like power you know and they want power hungry right but at the same time you know even to the guy writing his speech for him uh is like looking at him just like laughing drinking a some life force and is like man this guy's crazy like what? Well, what the heck is this guy but
0: Oh, he's the, their leader is so like unhinged, which which is cool because they're vampire They're basically vampires, like Nosferatu looking yeah. vampires. They're vampires. So what they got happens? Sang,
1: they just don't drink blood. They, right.
0: They drink anima. Yeah. But the problem is yeah, when which, they run out of anima, they go crazy, uh, which you see in the video. So I really like it. So by them not getting enough souls, then they start turning on the people they're trying to save because they're starving themselves so I don't I've, I'm blown away by this one I, I I really think this is probably gonna be my main covenant I'm a, I'm just going by this video I am so torn now I I just can't uh, I can't make up my mind because I really thought I'd be a bastion but uh what oh my god I don't I don't even know where to start with this one um, we know that the the leader is going to be the first uh, final raid boss of Shadowlands. Okay. So with the first tier of the raids that are released, he's going to be the, the main boss. So we'll go and stop him in his corrupt ways and uh, maybe see if there's some kind of connection between him and the Jailer. I, I'm curious to see how that works out because it seems like there might be um, just because they're eating the souls that I don't know. It just the evil vibe. If he's if he's the first raid boss, you think he he's got to be connected somehow to the jailer. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: What what no, are your it's, thoughts? it's
1: it's interesting. You know, you look at it. It's kind of uh, like a never-ending cycle. Uh, you know, with the prisoners, like they even the uh, the leader even said he's like, you know, we've got the workhorses that basically knows like these guys aren't going to reform they're gonna right. be here or well, we're gonna keep them here right. we're not gonna throw them in the pit because we we need them and so they need people to suffer and be tortured uh, Which that's what they're doing is they're torturing them and drawing out whatever if it's pain and suffering from them which i think it might be yeah. uh, to live off of and then you know you obviously see like the torturers you see they have glee on their face when they're doing it too. Right. They're enjoying it. Right. Know, which they're they're is,
0: hungry uh, for the anima. They want to
1: eat yeah. it up. Yeah. And so it's like, it's not like, I like, Oh, just, we want to help you. It's like, we need you to also not be okay for a while. Like, and right. with the souls being cut off, you know, it's almost, you know, it could be seen if he is a bad guy, uh, for him trying to s- solidify his power by taking out other, you know, like we had in the, uh the uh defenders of the dead uh, the different houses how they started warring yeah so who knows maybe this is him trying to you know start uh internal conflict and be able to solidify his competitor so we make sure to yeah. stay in power if, if
0: he have takes them. out if he if somehow he can in, impact the other realms of like Meldraxis and have the houses turn on each other and ultimately destroy him maybe he can get more souls to feed his own people and uh yeah
1: or even within his own realm like his own own area trying yeah. to solidify there too you know yeah. it's it's all interesting you know it's definitely definitely interesting
0: i i just it they're so creepy and i loved how screwed up that that guy is i i think it's mm-hmm. i think it's fantastic i i am so torn because my original thought was after i saw bastion was like the last one on my mind and i saw the bastion trailer and then that motivated me and I decided, okay, I'm going to main a Paladin in Shadowlands and he's going to be a Bastion boy and we're going to have a great time. Then the Meldraxus one came out that made me want to play my Death Knight and have him go through Meldraxus. The Night Fight came out and I want no part of it. And then this came out. Now I have no idea because I, I don't know yeah. if I want to main a Warrior now and go Venthyr or Paladin and go Bastion or... Really, I feel like an evil Paladin would be kind of funny too. But... Uh, with this Covenant, yeah, so- if, you, if you see it, every Covenant, I didn't mention this, but every Covenant has their own unique back pieces that you can unlock, like I think the Kyrian. They have these big angel wings, big kind of halo things on their backs. The uh, Maldraxxus people have big bony spikes and spires that come out of their back. Um, Night Fae have big fairy wings and kind of like um, tree root things coming from their back. And the Venthyr have the option of either, like, daggers or big tombstones. Like, you're you're repenting by serving them, and you have a big stone on your back, and you're lugging it around.
1: Mm. Uh, so with these, obviously, Alliance and Horde, that's not restricted there. So what if you're are Horde and Alliance kind of on the back burner during this?
0: So, yeah, they are, and they're not. Um, it's kind of like a Lich King-type scenario. Like, when you level up, when we were going through Wrath of the Lich King or the Burning Crusade, They kind of put aside their differences to target this one main evil. You know, they had to stop Mm -hmm. Illidan in the Burning Crusade. They had to stop the Lich King. So they put all that aside and combined their forces to stop the main guy. So obviously there's still tension between the ranks. They don't communicate with each other. They're not working as a team, but they're both attacking the same enemy. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, makes sense. That would so, be interesting, though, if you could do certain raids or certain things with, like, a mixture of Horde and Alliance. Like, you do a certain raid where it's going to be 50-50. Like, there's going to be, um, if it's 10 people, there's going to be two tanks, one's Horde, one's Alliance. Like, the two healers, Horde Alliance, same with the DPSs. Yeah. That would be interesting to, like, have that where you could, like... So, they'll, they'll probably get-
0: have something tied into the story. Like, you never got mm-hmm. through Ice Crown before you hit level 80, but uh, when you level up through Ice Crown. The cool thing about that zone is at the end of it they have a tournament. The Argent Tournament. What is that for? That's the Alliance and the Horde having a tournament trying to see who is going to lead the charge on the on storming Icecrown Citadel. So they had this little jousting tournament and it was all the Alliance and Horde kind of like competing. It's a, like a stupid reason yeah. but kind of cool at the same you know. So we'll see. I'm sure you'll see it. Like A lot of the cutscenes you see Alliance and Horde working together but the raids are they won't ever do that you know because at that point there's nothing keeping the pvp community focused you know i hate horde players they hate alliance players that's just how it is they have that built-in tension um yeah so you've seen all of the covenants now what if you had to pick right now which one are you leaning towards the most how would you how would you rank them
1: um, I, I don't know. It's honest. I'll have to think, sit and think about it. You know, I, the thing about the Druidic, uh, you know, the Druid area, you know, is that doesn't seem as high functioning. I, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Like I definitely want high action, you know, going into it. Uh, I'm kind of, you know, looking at all of, there's a lot of good areas. Like I could think of pulling like a night elf through the Druid area, you know, having a, I think it would be interesting, you know, that Wargan, you know, having that is like the um uh, in the prison area, right. you know, it'd be interesting to see more of what I definitely think that one's more looking towards more morally black. Yeah. But you wanna wonder how totally. much is that is the leader. But you is the yeah, leader.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. You, it's
1: it's which is interesting. Yeah.
0: That's the first one where it's all from his perspective. It's not it's not looking from the bottom up you know everything was always looking up like when in the night phase, where you see the one guy looking up at his queen it's this is the guy looking down on everyone else and you even see some of his people try to do good things and try to serve and and do what's right and then they get murdered for it so
1: yeah so that's why i think it's interesting it's like how much uh you know i'd like to see the story if that comes out more that would seem more appetizing is that it's like seeing How much of it is actually just him, uh, you know, corrupting the system down. And then it would be cool if you're in the middle of it, like within the ranks, like trying to destroy it, like from within the ranks, like take down, cut out the bad parts. Yeah. um, And watching that crumble, you know, it should be really interesting.
0: Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see how this whole thing plays out. I mean, so the first one is going to be the Venthyr and, and I'm just wondering, like. Are they going to have raids set within each of the Covenants? Because I could I could really kind of see that. I mean, in Revendreth, you have the main evil vampire dude. We know we're going to be taking him out first. He's going to be the first one on the list. Um, then if we take it back to the top, the Kyrian, who could we be fighting there? That evil angel lady. And I could see how she could kind of turn evil throughout the course of this story because she starts by claiming a soul that wasn't hers, you know? She starts by mm-hmm. saying, alright, you're not ready to advance and you know ascend, but I'm going to make you ascend, and we're going to go take this guy that hurt you and throw him in the maw, unjustly, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. They didn't have yep. any
0: right to do that, but she did it, and uh, I don't know, I, I can see her kind of moving down that path, and then we have some kind of fight through uh, Bastion uh Try and stop the angels from claiming all these souls. and I think that could be pretty cool. Um, the Necrolords. Fun little thing about this, too. Totally Game of Thrones vibes. With the beginning of that intro where you saw all the different houses. and It's funny because World of Warcraft in Wrath of the Lich King, if you look, there's a trailer for Wrath of the Lich King where you see this huge army of undead with the undead dragon flying ahead right above. Game of Thrones copied it. Almost okay. identically in the show. So that was kind of funny. But then now you see it again where WoW is kind of aping Game of Thrones where you have the five houses and they're all competing in Meldraxus. And um, I don't know. What what could we see there? Just one of the houses is too powerful trying to stop them you don't think or mutual would be or there.
1: what about you could have like where it's like the cold war where everyone's about to destroy like they can't set aside their differences right. so it's not a raid right against one single house the last four houses if you don't subdue all four of them and bring them unity back together like that'd be interesting you yeah. know where it's not just one bad guy it's four specifics you know where yeah. you you know it would be interesting if the one of the areas that's perceived as evil, you know, like that people first initially think has the most like, you know, where it's not, goodness in it's it. like, and heart. yeah, it's got more goodness and heart, you know, where they're having to unite the four houses instead, you know, which would be, right. should be an interesting take, you know?
0: I don't know how they would pull that off in a raid, but they could probably do something like uh, some kind of like PVP focus patch where you have... Something trying to, like, quell the uh, aggression between all the different houses. Stop attackers instigating different, you know. She's from the House of Spies. Are they doing something mm-hmm. instigating? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um. Then the last one, the Night fade. That one, I, I've drawn the biggest blank on. I don't know. Because it doesn't, it's, they're choosing which souls are dying to try and save the rest of them. I don't see how
1: maybe maybe they're trying to protect more the living you know yeah um, nature the living and so they are trying maybe they something like have to draw on the maw or whatever like to like I, I don't know exactly how to do it but maybe they uh determine more the the living are more valuable the dead so they are f- fracturing the structure of the dead at that point yeah like the i don't know yeah It'd be interesting. That'd be the toughest one. That's why, like, that seems like more, like, more of the good. You know, that seems more white. Like, on the scale, that seems more white with a little gray going right. down to the evil guy, you know, right. the prison. But that even, too, again, we don't know how much of it's perspective from him. You know, yeah, like that's it, the it, only if, one we're seeing top down.
0: If you're looking at it from a spectrum of, like, what are the good covenants, what are the evil covenants, I would say the Night fail probably pretty squarely in the good covenant mm-hmm. section. And in the middle you have Meldraxis and you have um um the Kyrian uh, yep. the the necrolords and the Kyrian and then on the evil side is definitely the Venthyr. Yep. So I I wonder yeah. I almost wonder how you take their leader out and they're just going to kind of how do you fix that? Cuz they they mm-hmm. almost have like a dictatorship where he just runs everything. So then who do you put in yeah. charge and prevent that from getting messed up again? You just Add more anima to the mix. You stop the jailer from cutting off their connection to their souls, and and they flourish. Or
1: and the thing is, we haven't seen the jailer at all here too. Yeah, like, you hear about the jailer, and like nothing. Like we don't know exactly what's going on.
0: Yeah, so we don't.
1: We haven't seen into the ma.
0: There is. If I go ahead, um, there was something. It was like on PC Gamer. I think they had a, a glimpse at the jailer. There is another leaked thing that was uh shown off where you see like an in-game model of the jailer which people are thinking is what his final appearance will look like but let's see here so this is our first look at the jailer here like our first real look um let me go ahead and switch over to this here so he's he looks kind of decrepit in this photo if you look up the pc gamer thing you can see it but He's got some runic symbols on his face. His his, um, his metal is kind of almost like rusted in a way. He's got cuts on his face. He definitely doesn't look like a nice guy, but... I cannot... I cannot wait. There's also one thing I wanted to mention here that I didn't get a chance to mention earlier is that uh, if you look... Are you looking at the picture of the jailer right now? Yeah. So his armor in um, we've seen through the the beta the structures within the maw, they look identical to the armor the Lich King was wearing, and the structures within the maw, and the structures mm-hmm. in Ice Crown they look identical. Even if you look at like uh, go ahead and look up um, Shadowlands wallpaper and you'll see the the picture with icecrown citadel with the hole broken through to the sky and then a mirroring structure in the shadowlands where the two points are almost touching so there's definitely some kind of link there but the weird thing is and you may know this from warcraft 3 the original lich king didn't have buildings that looked like arthas arthas's structures look totally different The original Lich King, Mm Ner'zhul, his structures looked more like bones. They looked more like Maldraxxus. So something happened between the original Lich King having the connection to Maldraxxus and the new Lich King having a connection to the Maw. I don't know what happened there. I cannot wait to find out. Um, It's just a part of the reason why this expansion is going to be so awesome. There's just so many things that tie into the original lore of the game And I'm a sucker for the Lich King. I always have. That expansion was fantastic. I joined in the Burning Crusade. The whole idea behind the Lich King was awesome. That was my favorite expansion. That's when I played the most. And now to see all these connections and little tendrils spilling back into Shadowlands, I'm totally, totally locked in. Totally excited. And I can't wait to see what else uh, they have in store for us. Yeah, no doubt. So... With that, I think that's been the show for this week. If you have something you want us to talk about on the show, make sure to leave a question over on the latest episode of the podcast over on YouTube. New episodes go live every Friday 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Until next time, this has been Two Bros, One Cast. If you want to help support the channel, go check out our, our uh, Patreon at GrouchyGus94. Chase, do you have anything else you want to say? Uh,
1: no, just go check out the Uh, check out the YouTube video. Hit a follow, hit a subscribe, notifications on. yeah, we'll see you next week.
0: All right, cool. And with that, we're out. Cool. Very good. Jesus, what does your shirt say there? Uh, Jesus loves you? uh, Yeah. I just noticed that. It's It's very simplistic. See, on one hand, you have Jesus loves you, and on the other hand, you have a beer-drinking zombie on the other. Nice. So this is my... uh, this is what it, what the heck, uh,
1: zombie dust shirt. Ah, uh, nice. so nice. I, uh.